This week on a very special mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer, John tries to sell us on Gunpla Kits. Hello and welcome to a... I don't even know what kind of superlative to put on this mini-sode. It's mini-sode. a snappy place mini-sode. Yeah, that's it. A snappy <laughs> placey mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Bromley. I am Jonathan Rooney-Taylor. And... Brought to you by a Bandai. <laughs> nice. And this week, uh, hot off the heels of last week's full episode, where we discussed Evangelion 3.33, colon, you can, parentheses not, and parentheses redo. We're coming at you with John... <gasps> The definitive guide to a drunken trio of bearded idiots talking about gunpla. <laughs> gunpla. John, could you uh, define a, gunpla? It's a gunpla. Sure. So, uh, you know, uh, Evangelion is one of the most merchandised Japanese properties. It's kind of like the equivalent of Star Wars, where like you just find it everywhere. Uh, everything that can be branded Evangelion is branded Evangelion. Uh, and, of course, this leads to lots of toys and statues and models. Uh, and relatively recently, uh, the like model manufacturer Bandai got the rights to do Evangelion Gunpla. Gunpla is a portmanteau of Gundam plastic model. Uh, this was a series of snap plastic model kits originally to produce Gundam models. Uh, they basically it's it's a like entry level model making. So there's no glue, there's no sanding, there's no painting, there's nothing like that. Everything just comes in a box with a bunch of plastic runners uh, that you cut the pieces out of the plastic runners. You follow the instructions, kind of like uh, if if Lego made like highly detailed models. So bionicle. Sure, if that helps. <laughs> now, John, do me a favor. Define Gundam. Sure. Uh, so Gundam are giant mech suits made of Gundanium metal, which is a very scarce metal in the Gundam universe. They're used in the uh, primarily in the civil war between the Earth Federation and Zeon, who are sort of the colonies that are rebelling against the Earth Federation. Uh, basically, uh, there's a whole long-running anime series. Uh, started in the 70s, there's what's called the Universal Century, which is all of the Gundams that sort of are sequels to one another that take place in one long continuity. Then there's shit like Gundam Wing, or like there is a literal Gundam, Gunpla, anime, where kids who make Gunpla get into big, real Gundams and fight like Pokemon fights. Uh, those are all like spin-offs from the Universal Century. Uh, so that is, in a nutshell, Gundam. It's oh. nigh impenetrable to get into. <laughs> Got it. Uh, uh, John, yeah. define nutshell. Sure. So you know how like a not like a legume or like a green pea pod, but the like more hard protein fibrous kind of nuts? Sure. I, most of those come in like a hard outer shell. The Whoa. evolutionary benefit to that is that an animal will eat the, the whole shell, just ripped off the plant, so that when it actually goes through their digestive system, the seed is pooped out away from the original plant so they don't have to compete for nutrients and resources. Whoa. 
Define four. Sure. <laughs> so it's a number that's kind of between three and five on like a linear number scale. There's some imaginary numbers and some irrational numbers as well as some like decimals and integers that are sort of boxed in between those two numbers. But on a graph, it is kind of the centralmost point between the numbers three and five. Ah, gotcha. Define and? Uh, it's a conjunction sure. that joins <laughs> two different ideas, specifically in the English language. It uh, can also be abbreviated with an ampersand. If you're like combining two names and like a company name, like your Barnes and Nobles, etc. Sure. Define, hate, define, define hating your audience. <laughs> sure. Uh, so it's like when you do a bit that goes on way too long, but the audience is theoretically invested enough to see if it's going to pay off in any meaningful way, and it doesn't. Like your family guys, like your American's dad. Yeah, your family's guy, your yeah. American's dad. Gotcha. Exactly. Okay. Fantastic. So, John, you recently got into Gunpla. Correct. I, I got into it specifically because of the Ava models. Uh, I really, I had to, I had to sit myself down in front of a mirror and make a promise to myself that I can't get into any more rabbit holes because I am 36 years of age. I have zero retirement savings. <laughs> I simply cannot buy all of the toys that I would want to buy on a whim. Uh, so I basically am just like, you know what? I will only purchase things from now on that give me aesthetic pleasures as the object unto itself. Like, I'm not going to buy a Star Wars t-shirt, but I'll buy a very cool Star Wars figure of a character that I have, like, a personal affinity towards. And the figure itself is of good enough quality that I'm like enjoy looking at it just as a piece of of like of art, art. yeah, yeah. Uh, and so this led me into like man I, I should get like a unit one gundam and uh, or a unit one evangelion sorry that the there's an angry mob outside of our door for having <laughs> made that completion um basically uh, honestly for the longest time the thing that was stopping me is like yeah but you're not supposed to want to be an ava pilot like yeah. it's pretty clear but, like, Dem Avas look real cool. <laughs> yes, absolutely. The design of the Ava uh, machines, or rather the armor uh, around the uh, gooey insides, yes, is super cool uh, and very visually pleasing. Uh, and so you bought a Gumpla of yes. the Ava Model 1? Yeah, Ava Unit, uh, Ava Unit 1. Uh, I ordered an Ava Unit 0 that I just got the shipping notification for on my walk here to record this <laughs> podcast. Uh, and uh, the Gumplas come in different grades, and grades sort of denote uh, level of detail and number of parts. So the lowest is an HG, or high grade, which is going to be like larger parts, not quite as detailed, not quite as like articulate. Then there's the newest grade, which is real grade, which is the grade that I got of the Ava unit, which is conceived more of like, hey, if this were like a real object in our world, how would it physically need to be put together to work in the way that it would in the show? Uh, then there's your master grades, which are bigger and more complicated. And then your perfect grades, which are your, like, boy howdy, that's, like, hundreds of dollars, incredibly detailed, thousands of pieces, like, your real high-tier level, like, gunpla models. Uh, and, yeah, after doing a lot of research, 
I finally pulled the trigger on getting a real grade unit one and like, boy fucking howdy, it just looks so cool. <laughs> How big is it? Uh, it's about seven inches. Okay. Uh, I got the DX one, so it comes with a like little Ava launch pad that they like lock their shoulder blades into and get thrown up the elevator yeah. shaft. Um, the cool thing about it is that you kind of build it from the inside out. So it's not like Lego where you're just sort of like building it piece by piece all at once. You sort of build the like skeletal musculature and then you snap the armor on over that. So it has just an insane amount of like articulation points. And there's stuff like when you bend the leg joint at the knee, different pieces inside under the thigh move up to accommodate the knee, the like heel making contact with the back of the leg. Like, really fucking crazy intricate stuff like that happening in this model. Uh, it took maybe five-ish hours kind of from start to finish. The cool thing is it's you can build it sort of piece by piece and you can take a break whenever you want and not, like, lose your place, you know. Uh, again, it's like Lego or Jigsaw Puzzle where right. you can kind of, like, chip away at it. Uh, yeah, it was super fun to just, like... Get this model kit, open up the instructions, throw on like some YouTube videos in the background or like an MST3K or something like that uh, and just like have something for your hands to do. Uh, it's real easy to lose time doing it. It is very like meditative and repetitive in that sense. There are also a lot of like very small pieces. So it's like definitely do it on like a flat surface where, you know, you're going to find a piece if it falls and like... If you have any sort of, like, motor skill issues, maybe start with, like, a bigger model to see, like, how possible some of that fine motor movement might be affected by whatever you got going on. Or, like, have a buddy come over and, like, build it together. Uh, the cool thing is, since it is all, like, snap pieces and there's no paint, there are some decals, but I went very, like, decal light on it because... Mm -hmm this The decals are basically just, like, stickers. And, yeah. you know, it just doesn't look as cool. Um, yeah, and, and they're just, they're real, what, the thing that sort of stopped me for a while from getting into the, specifically the real grade is like a lot of forums and stuff were like, oh man, I wouldn't start with a real grade. They're really complicated builds. And like they are, but it's just following directions. Sure. Like I'm sure it would have gone a lot faster if I wasn't like brand new to the hobby, but it certainly wasn't like impossible. Right. It just takes more time. The more pieces, it's just the more time that that model is going to take. Yeah. Uh, I also made a deal with myself of like part of making the gun plus, again, you're cutting it out of the runners. Uh, you want to do it in such a way that you're not putting stress marks on the plastic. Those like little white bits. Yeah. Uh, so you want to cut like further away from the piece. And then a lot of people are like, oh, you got to use like a hobby knife to like shave it down so that it's smooth. And it's like, I can see myself like. Spending hours cleaning yeah. one piece. So I made it very clear of just like, I'm only going to use the knife when it's like two pieces that have that have to be like real flush with each other. Other than that, I'm going to like cut about like a quarter inch away from the piece on the runner and then just use, I got like a pretty decent uh, side cutter that does a good enough job. Nice. Like if anyone who does like a lot of these models were to look at my build, they'd be like, oh yeah, you 
you rushed this. Like, you didn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you really, like, you can <laughs> see. You lazy prick. Exactly. But, like, I. But what, any normal human being would be like, cool model, bro. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, again, it's you can kind of make a deal with yourself of just, like, okay, this is the quality that I'm aiming for. I'm right. not looking for, like, photography level. Like, I'm not going to, like, pose it and light it and take pictures of it for the internet. I just want a cool fucking toy to sit on my shelf that I sure. can, like, make into cool poses. I mean, when I was a kid, I used to build models a lot. I ha- I made like I had like thirty various aircraft models that I made, mm-hmm. and I started with like the snap together easy models with stickers, or whatever, and eventually graduated to like the ones where you need like the fucking glue like stick, like the the, the one oh, you know the glue yeah. that smells real good oh, and gets yeah. you a little high. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like a step up from rubber cement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then like you had to do like the decals where you like get them wet and then like very nicely attached. Some of those they'd rip. Um, but yeah, I had like a bunch of like, like jet, like I had like an F, like what F thirty five or what, like a bunch of like, but like a bunch of like jets and like World War two fighters and stuff like that, like a MIG, uh, and then uh, a fucking Blue Angel and all nice. that. Like a B was a the B fifty two like bomber or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I used to love building models. Yeah. And then one day I was like, I've built enough planes. It's time to build a car. Oh, no. So this is the mid-90s. Those are made out of metal, friends. So this yeah. is the mid-90s, uh, and the Dodge Viper had just been introduced. Ooh. The Dodge Viper, a car so popular it got its own tie-in TV show, Viper. <laughs> yeah. About a hyper-intelligent Dodge Viper. So I was like, well, I like the Dodge Viper. This is cool. I'm going to buy a Dodge Viper model. And I saved up money and I spent $50 at the hobby shop to buy a, like, really very intense uh, Dodge Viper model to the point where, like, you had to build the small model engine and all the component Mm. pieces of that and then build the chassis and sink the engine, the whole deal. And I got about halfway through and I snapped a piece by mistake and it was, like, one of the axles... Uh, of one of the wheels and it was like well that's that's it it's over I can't goodbye model (laughs) and it just sat half completed in a box for years and I have not made a model since excluding Lego obviously Um, but I've 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 recently wanted to get back into model making uh, especially during this like pandemic time uh, where I've got time on my hands every now and then to do stuff like that um, and I was looking at, I follow a lot of like comedians on Twitter and a lot of them are really into Gundam. So I've seen a lot of them building like Gunpla Gundam models, uh, like Raul Coley, uh, Heather Ann Campbell, I think Cody Ziegler, like a lot of people like just building like these rad fucking robot mech suit models. And I was like, man, that was like fucking fun. It looks cool as hell. Yeah. And then like, I looked up one of the model kits, I think that Heather Ann Campbell built, and it was a perfect grade, like, Ooh, yeah, Gundam Jesus. model. Those and come in boxes the size of, like, bookshelves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is nuts. And, like, yeah, the model was, like, five, like, like five or six hundred dollars. And I yeah. was like, oh, no, no, no. that's not yeah. for me. There is plenty of stuff out there. <laughs> like, the real grades are, like, 50-ish bucks for just the normal. And then I paid, like, 70 bucks for the DX model to get the mm-hmm. launch pad for it. Never, ever pay above... Uh, MSRP for a Gunpla kit because the way they work is they are never out of print. They will cycle through mm-hmm. in their factories. Like 
Right now you can get, uh, for the Evangelion real grades, you can get a unit one and you can get a unit zero, but like unit eight, unit two, unit five are all sold out. So a lot of people are like, well, I guess I gotta go to eBay and like pay some fucking scalpers and that sucks. But like, nah, dude, just wait a couple of months and the production cycle will like get back around to making more of them. Right. Uh, the, it, very, very few of them they'll like label as specifically like limited editions, and when they're sold out, they're sold out. But like, as long as the factories are running, they will eventually make more of all of the kits. Uh, and yeah, you can easily find like uh, from the like thirty to seventy dollar range is kind of like nice. a good sweet spot. Patrick, uh, you ever build models? You ever been a model guy? Uh, I had a bunch of Legos, but I never built models. The closest thing I ever did was uh, super glue all of my action figures back together. Sure. Ooh, Constantly yeah. breaking those things. Oh, they yeah. did not build action figures for you to do WF, WWF moves with. Not until they made those like like gelatinous wiggly ones where yeah. they bent instead of articulated. Yeah. yeah, those were better, but you could break those too. Yeah, <laughs> I, had, I had a Doc Ock who had to get his Ock. Oh no! <laughs> we were back on several times. For a while, he was just Doc. Yeah, a lot of times he was just yellow green guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, would it interest you at all to know that it's not it's not a Bandai branded line, but there is a recent revival in the Star Trek ship snap model kit, oh, including the famous. Deep Space Nine. Ooh. Oh, see, but I would rather have the uh, the Defiant. Yeah, the DS Nine actual yeah. battle cruiser. I think I saw one of those too. Actually, well, they've, they've also got various Enterprise D through E. That model shoots quantum torpedoes. Oh shit! Right. That means it can take down a Borg ship without having to constantly change its phasers. You're correct, sir. <laughs> of course, it, it barely affects the Dominion, but that's okay. Yeah, well, it's later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, it's it's uh, a super fun uh, hobby to get into. And what's great is, like again, like once it's built, it's a lot of fun to just like fuck around with getting different poses out of it. Uh, what I like about the Ava ones is they all come with their like, uh, like umbilical cord power cables, and those cords are all made of like a really thick copper wire, so you can bend them and they'll like stay Ooh. in shape. So you can like use it as like a third leg to sort of balance them to nice. do like more dynamic, cool poses and stuff like that, which is real, real neat. Nice. I'm going to see if I can find an X-Wing model. You can't. Bandai does have X-Wing models. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I've actually been eyeing up a couple of the uh, prequel era Jedi Starfighters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Ooh, those are nice, too. Right? Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, what I love is that, again, there you can go in and paint extra detail on there if you want, but like... They just look good right out of the box. You oh, don't really have to. Yeah. What I like about the real grade specifically is each, all the color separation is done by like separate pieces of plastic that all fit together. So like with the eyes of the Ava units, you actually cut out the eyes where it's like black plastic with some white injected molded into it that goes under the purple like yeah, shell yeah, of it and yeah. stuff like, and okay. it just really pops and looks really mm. fucking cool. Nice. And again, just like with the decals, like, yeah, you can go fucking crazy with the decals and decal it all the way up. 
Or you like I just put some like silver decals in the like undercarriage section of it so that like a little bit of that metallic pop comes out and it just looks great. Now if I get frustrated building IKEA furniture, is this gonna be hard for me? I actually I don't think so. Uh, there were a couple of moments in building the unit one where I was just like, wait, what the fuck is it asking me to do? But like if you just uh Two good pieces of advice that I have for that is number one, hey, if you're tired, take a break, put it away and come back to it. Because there were a couple of times in this where I like missed steps because I was just like, shit, I just want to finish this leg and then I got to go to bed. And if I had just like stopped, I could have come back to it. But because I was rushing it, I would like miss a piece and be like, oh, shit, and have to like unsnap a bunch and like put it back together. But really it is, it's all pictographs. It is all very clearly delineated uh there are no mistakes you can make that you can't just go back and fix later which is really nice like i put the wrists in facing the wrong directions so that the hands were like out oh sure (laughs) instead of in but like then you just pop open the wrist you just flip the little thing so that the tab is facing the right way and just snap it all back together and it's it's so what you're saying is you never have to use one of those shitty shitty fake ass swedish wrenches Correct. Okay. Yes. That's good. All if you anybody need... would introduce the Phillips head to that country, <laughs> yeah. most of that furniture would be like half as easy. <laughs> Buddy, I just bought like a 70-something piece like like drill slash electric screwdriver yeah. bit kit. There you go. And it's got a bunch of like Allen wrench like bits. Nice. So fuck Allen wrenches forever. I'm just going, <laughs> wee, Oh, yeah. Oh, you know it, baby. Oh, there you go. Yeah, because everyone's using Allen wrenches now, man. It's not yeah. even just Ikea. That's like, communism. Everyone's doing that Communism shit. is taking over this world. <laughs> it's time we beat it back, friends. That's right. <laughs> man, so, all right, so here's the worst. All right, so, you, like, right. Phillips and Flat, right? Those are the two basic ones. Obvious. And then, like, after that is Allen wrench. But there's a fourth one that's just, like, a star. The star. Yeah, fuck all right. that piece of shit. So, years and years ago, when we first got married... Uh, my my mother-in-law and her, at the time, boyfriend came down and like brought all of my wife's stuff from Toronto to our new apartment when we first moved in, including our uh, bed frame. And he put the bed frame together for us. And he's like, when he was done, he's like, take a look at these screws I used. I used star screws. Oh, no. no. He's like, that way they really stick in there good. No, it no, doesn't matter. Don't do anything. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So then, like, a couple years later, when we need to move, yeah. and I needed to take uh, that bed frame apart, guess who couldn't take that bed frame apart? <laughs> Mr. I don't own a star screwdriver? Because star screwdrivers are very difficult to find. Yeah. Yes. Especially if you just want it. If you want to buy, like, another 72-piece right? screwdriver head set, you can get them. Oh, just the worst. Oh, yeah, man. I curse this man. Oh, from here to eternity. I had a guy try to sh- try to tell me that, like, oh, no, if you use a Phillips head that's, like, bigger than the star bit, you can, like, just jam it in there and it'll work. That's a great way to strip out a screw. Yeah, well, yeah. that's what I did. I ended up stripping all <laughs> the screws. We ended up having to, like, destroy the bed frame and get a new one. Yeah, yeah. sure. Stripping it. But yeah, with Gunpla, you just need a pair of side cutters. Uh, they make really good ones. Uh, I can recommend the USA Gundam store is where I got mine. They have like, uh, there's 
a specific brand called God Hand, which is like the creme de la creme, Ooh. like the best one. Those are also like a hundred dollars. Oh, but you can get one that's basically the same thing that's just branded differently. That's just like USA Gundam side cutters for like thirty bucks. Ooh. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, you gotta make a lot of models. Yeah. I mean, if I make a bunch of models, we'll see. Get yeah. them $30 worth. Yeah. Well, this has been a mini-sode, guys. <laughs> sure has. I you. But that's okay. Next time we'll be see you, we'll be talking about the final Evan- Rebuild Evangelion film. Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0. Technically, we'll be watching Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.01. Thrice, Thrice upon, upon a time. time. Yes. And then, shortly thereafter, we'll be discussing whose death were you most happy about. <laughs> <laughs> the answer may surprise you. <laughs> and then it's all Patrick Picks, baby. <laughs> you got any hints you can tease us with? No, I've got his villainous laughter. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, in my concept album revisiting of Go West's Indian Summer. I mean, I think we're due for another like reeling in the beers type episode. I'm, I'm all for it. You think of the pun name for it, and I'm in. Ooh, fair. Uh, so that's gonna do it for this mini soda. I'm body. I'm Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mark Rosenthal. I'm Patrick Bromley. I'm Jonathan Rooney Taylor. And we'll see you next time. Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Bromley, John Rooney Taylor, and Mark Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, I don't know, wherever you get your podcasts from, and leave us a rating and a review. You can check us out on Facebook, check us out on Twitter at Body Count Cast, or you can email us at bodycountsandbeer at gmail.com.